0: watched and i think
1: i think my cousins must also be watching the same presser you just watched because my phone's blowing up in a group text and i can only imagine you guys are all talking about the same thing i didn't watch it for future listeners today is thursday march 25th 2021 2:32 2 p.m eastern time and i believe biden just gave his first press conference is that correct
0: yes that's correct it went um around an hour maybe a little bit more which sure. is uh, more than a lot of us expected it would go um but the notable points about it i think first of all uh that everybody noticed uh it, it first is 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 how totally scripted the whole thing was um he he obviously had a binder up on the podium with him the kind that typically press secretaries have with little tabs, China, North Korea, border crisis. And, and he kept flipping through that, that, that uh, briefing binder um, to answer questions, sometimes with his head completely down, obviously reading line for line, uh, to what had to be a pre-scripted question. Um, the other thing that was noticeable is that he seemed to have a list of reporters, reporters' names and their affiliations up there on the podium with him. And he was calling them in turn, but he very often when he looked back down again, he would lose his place. And, and oh, who was the one before? Oh, who's you're next, okay. You know whomever, so it it was terribly, terribly awkward. Um, but then uh, you know some of the answers um, that he gave to questions. I'll, I'll just give you maybe the one that was. I mean, just jumped out probably at all of us, and that was uh, when uh, Biden said, kind of mumbling actually. And I this was at the tail end of an answer to some unrelated or other question. He he was blaming president trump for everything and at the end of one of his replies he says mumbles kind of down my predecessor oh god i miss him and so of course social media explodes with we do too sir we do too
1: (laughs) (laughs) well this so i was having this conversation the other day where part of me i almost you know i almost can't dislike biden because more so than it more so than he seems like the Joe Biden era, I vaguely remember as Vice President, he seems more like my and I don't say this as an insult. I say this with with empathy, sincerely. He reminds me more of my late grandmother, and when I when I think of my late grandmother, you know if she was up giving a presser, it. You know, I would be like, she should be in the living room. You know, she should be in the living room with me, and my cousins, watching daytime movies. You know, her memory's gone, but you know, if she just sat around, mimi, me, me holding her hand. You know, when I see when I see Biden, I you know, it's it's easier to dislike a, an Obama or a, or whoever or a Clinton or a Trump or whatever. When I see him, part of me is like, I feel like he's being propped up.
0: Yeah, maybe so. I mean, I've heard more than once from. You know, more than one person—that's uh, elder abuse. What they're doing to him.
1: It's what it. It's what it feels um, like. And
0: and and you know, the speculation is rife. Uh, certainly today, and certainly after this press conference. During the press conference, how long can he last? How yeah. much longer can can he, you know, stay in that position? By the way, one of the reporters uh, asked whether he would be running for reelection in twenty twenty four and uh of course at that point he would literally be 82 years old Jeez. and um he mumbled and stumbled and and, and basically got out that uh, yeah he was going to run for re-election um but then he said something to the effect of um you know well i i i, I really don't know and i, I mean there were a, there was a lot of stumbling and mumbling yeah. but that that question and that reply, I think, were were especially um, remarkable. That at the age of eighty two, uh, at now at this point seventy eight, he's planning to to run for reelection again. Yeah, um, I don't think anybody listening took that very seriously. But yeah, to your point, um, he's just not up to this job at all.
1: Yeah, and I, again, it you know, it's one thing if it's a you know, it's one thing if it's a guy you don't you don't like. Like I get it. Like Bush made a bunch of gaffes. Sure, tear him apart. I actually watched the first color video of a, of a president speaking the other day. It was a uh, someone found it and scanned the 35 millimeter, and it was Eisenhower giving a speech. Full color. Oh. Looked incredible. Uh huh. But I was watching. Polarized. Huh. Yeah, no, 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 no. It was, it was like a White House, it was in like 1955. It was, they were using some like advanced technology. They only did one. It couldn't, it was way too expensive to do regularly. Yeah. No, not yeah, Not colorized, color. And uh, yeah, you can tell. And uh, I had never actually watched Eisenhower speak before. And I never realized how (laughs) terrible of a speaker he was. Jumble and words. Well, I mean
0: remember, he his career was as a military man, sure. you know, up on and through um World War II. Well the the point he wasn't yeah. a politician yeah. to start with.
1: Well the point I'm making is is like seeing that, like Bush is the only president I remember, you know, that gaffed a lot, seeing Eisenhower mm-hmm. speak, to me that shed some light on like, oh, some people just can't speak. He's right, he's a general, right? So I try not to I try not to look at Biden that way. Uh i truly think it's i mean i think it's age-related uh like regression of the mind
0: i mean you know when 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 bush would would come out with some malapropism or mangle a word or miss you know pronounce something sometime it was obviously a mispronunciation of this or that word but for example in this press conference more than once uh biden really lost his place uh not just in the briefing book or the the list of reporters but in his train of thought Mm -hmm. and and had to sort of mumble stumble and and try to recover i'll give you one more example i was looking at this here i got my i was tweeting while it was going on and i got my phone here Um, And at one point, uh, and I I, I forget what it was about, I think it had to do with the border crisis and and the illegals pouring across, something to do with a question uh, related to that. And uh, something about, oh, I think it was, when are you going to allow full transparency and reporters to um, come to the border and to actually be allowed inside of some of these facilities to see and to report and to photograph? And after you know, paging through his his briefing book and giving the canned answer, whatever that was, um, he he said this. He said, "As soon as I'm in a position to implement what we're doing right now," and then a couple more mumbles, and he finished it off by saying, "I don't know." To be clear, is this? <laughs> what, what was that? Is this
1: man? I'm I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, and, and,
0: it's a it's a forlorn quest it, Forgive, it, uh, just yeah. just give
1: it up i'm'm um, i'm, I'm trying i'm stretching every like credible amount like book i've <laughs> read and i'm thinking like okay maybe like the nixon madman theory you know maybe it's we just you know throw our enemies for a loop and they just think this guy's completely out of it and maybe he is out of it but maybe comwell is pulling the strings i'm trying to look at it it's like what is the Who's winning from this? Who's you know? It's like follow the money. Like who's?
0: Well, I mean that winning? you know that's a serious question, and and people were asking that in social media during during the uh, the press conference. And uh, one person, I forget who it was, said something to the effect of, "World leaders are watching this right now." Yeah, and that's a very sobering thought.
1: Well, yeah, no, it's you're watching the the commander in chief. You're watching this thing.
0: Supposed to be the leader of the free world, yes. you know, who says he's going to hold China to account? Uh, he, he's going to do it. Uh-huh. They're, they're going to get it done. I think he said something to the same effect about Kim Jong Un and the regime in Pyongyang and North Korea. Yeah.
1: Okay. It's let's let's take this in again, benefit of the doubt, and just purely as I like get as an exercise. Not that I believe it could it be like trump at you know if everyone trump's an idiot he can't speak you you don't become a billionaire president by being an idiot you don't have to like obama or hillary they're not stupid they're very competent is this the ultimate poker face and i know there's a one in a million chance that's true is this the ultimate poker face just act like light stage dementia no
0: no okay. no i mean we've seen too much and it it goes back many, many months and, and with all sorts of iterations, um, the stumbling, the mumbling, the losing the train of thought in mid sentence. There's been too much of it caught, you know, in mm-hmm. live time, sure. on video, and, and, and show, I mean, broadcast on the various news programs, um to to, to think that it is somehow staged. Yes. No, it's it's not. Okay.
1: Yeah, it it uh I mean, there was a lot of, there was a, right, didn't, I mean, Trump had to take mental acuity tests, correct?
0: I believe he did, and uh, from what I recall, he aced it.
1: Yeah, he, we're not going to see that, though. We're not going to see that.
0: Anymore. No, that so, will not be happening.
1: So, let's, let's, let's move from, from poking fun at it. What, what's the actual implications of this? How long until he steps down or is removed? Well, yeah. How, how I mean, is that, he removed?
0: The, the the implications you know we we could pivot to talk a little bit about for example what just happened up in anchorage alaska around a week ago
1: could you could when you fill everyone our state in?
0: department team hmm?
1: could you fill everyone in on what happened
0: sure so um it was last uh friday al- almost a week ago um when uh a state department team led by secretary of state Antony blinken Uh, traveled to Anchorage, Alaska to meet their counterparts um, on a Chinese delegation. And the meetings were uh, held at the request of the U.S. side, uh, which I think in some measure put us at a disadvantage to begin with. And they were, uh, for the purpose, uh, from our side's perspective for the purpose of restarting the bilateral relationship with China. Okay, fine. Um, The top agenda items for our team uh, included nuclear non-proliferation and climate change. And obviously nuclear non-proliferation, that train left the station a long time ago. And climate change Well, the biggest emitter of greenhouse gases and smoke and smog and fog on the earth is China. Um, And they are not about to be catching up to anybody else um, who's a signatory or a would-be signatory to the Paris um, uh, uh, Climate Change Accords or Climate Accords. Um, So those were the two top agenda items. And at least, you know, from my perspective, there are many other topics that really ought to have been brought up. Uh, One could have started with horrific human rights abuses domestically within China to include the horrible treatment of the Tibetan people. Mm -hmm. We don't even remember, for example, how the Han Chinese have treated the Manchurian people or the Mongolian people, because why? They've already been crushed and assimilated as a people into the Chinese empire. But how about the way uh, Beijing has been treating the Hong Kong um, uh, democracy freedom fighters? How about the ongoing um, aggressive belligerence uh, against Taiwan? How about what they're doing in the South China Sea? Uh, building up these artificial islands, which they promise never to militarize, and of course uh, they're all getting their own airstrip. Uh, how about the belligerence of Chinese naval vessels ramming fishing, fishing vessels from from other countries like Vietnam uh, in the South China Sea and 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 the uh, the area around there? Um, and then the worst of all. Uh, in my opinion anyway and i've I've written an op-ed on this i'm I'm just uh, waiting to get it published um, and it's um, hopefully going to be out I hope within a couple of days um, but in any case um, I wanted to uh, mention the leader uh, of the Chinese delegation. Uh, that openly, openly mocked the United States side, their U.S. counterparts. Very undiplomatic. Um, Gordon Chang, by the way, uh, a, a terrific China expert, termed the Chinese approach. He said, "Off the charts, arrogant." But let me go to this um, this particular diplomat. His name is Yang Zhiqi, if I'm pronouncing it right, and uh, he led the delegation. Uh, he is termed, he's not the Minister of Foreign Affairs for China, but he's termed uh, their top diplomat. So I guess under the foreign minister, but in any case, Yang Jiechi led the delegation on the Chinese side. And uh, during during part of uh, the talks that were, you know, videotaped and, 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 and released uh, on on uh, TV channels for, for everybody to see, um, at one point, Well, to begin with, let me start with the beginning. Each side was to have given uh, basically about a two-minute opening statement. Well, Yang Chi Chi went on uninterrupted for a full 18 minutes. Nobody interrupted him. Nobody looked at their watch and said, uh, Sir, um, the time was to have been about two minutes. Nothing like that, 18 minutes. But in the course of that, He had the unmitigated gall to throw the Black Lives Matter movement uh, directly into the face of uh, Secretary Antony Blinken, who's sitting, of course, directly across the table from him. And, And here's what the Chinese diplomat said, quote, the challenges facing the United States in human rights are deep seated. They did not just emerge over the past four years, such as Black Lives Matter. Now, I think our side may not even have been aware of the response they should have given. And here's, here's the backdrop to that, um, which I, I can hope that someone like former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo might have said, but here's the backdrop. So uh, back in, I don't know, 2019, maybe early 2020, um, the Chinese regime, the Communist Chinese party, sent over an undercover team from the People's Liberation Army from its intelligence directorate to the Beijing consulate in Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. Now, we might recall that then Secretary of State Mike Pompeo closed that consulate in the middle of uh, 2020 last year. I think it was July Mm -hmm. of 2020 last year. And the reasons given were... They were conducting espionage they were engaging in intellectual property theft and that's all perfectly true and perfectly good reasons to shut that down but those two charges would apply equally seems to me to the embassy of china in washington dc the united nations mission of china in new york city and to the four other consulates around the country to include one another new york based mission, one in Chicago, one in Los Angeles, one in San Francisco, but he only closed the Houston consulate, right? Well, I think the reason he did that was the backstory. And and, and this is what happened. That PLA unit went there undercover with the mission to draw up a list uh, through, I don't know, data mining Mm -hmm. techniques, I'm not sure what, a list of Americans that they thought uh, or assessed would be particularly vulnerable or yeah. uh, approachable on, on, on the topic of Antifa and Black Lives Matter and protests in the streets. And then what they did is they created some TikTok videos. Remember TikTok? Yeah. And they pushed those videos out to their list that they had drawn up of Americans, urging them, showing them how in the videos, coaching them how to do street riots and then there's diplomat they call them wolf warriors you've heard that term Mm-mm. kind of wolf yeah. diplomats that's what they call these people english translation anyway um had the ha, had had the nerve to talk about black lives matter um first of all in view of the uh, horrific human rights abuses carried out in their own country but secondly that they themselves were directly involved on u.s soil in instigating riots in our streets by Black Lives Matter movement. So uh, that's that that's a long kind of an answer. But to to your question about what was going on in in Anchorage last weekend,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, it uh it doesn't it 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 gets deflected and if you no one brings up Falun Gong or or Uyghur Muslims, uh-huh. it's just it gets brushed right under.
0: Or the Christians. Christians are having a horrible time in China. Yeah. House meetings of of Christians who dare not even meet in churches are raided by the police who break down the doors and arrest people for praying in a private home.
1: Jesus. So is this... It's sort of like following the money. It's who benefits from a a commander-in-chief who seems to not be all there.
0: (sighs) well unfortunately um i do believe that's the case you're spot on and uh, i'll refer to another video uh and this one goes back oh i don't know several months anyway it might have been the fall of last year 2020 or thereabouts maybe it was early this year it could have been early like january of this year 2021 but in any case um there was a video that I think came out deliberately, first of all, because the video was very professionally filmed. It wasn't somebody's mm-hmm. uh, iPhone uh, camera taking taking the video, but a very professionally filmed video. And it was a video of uh, a professor, Di Dong Sheng is his name. Uh, And he, uh, not just a professor, but dean at um, Renmin University in China. And he is um, in a big room, an auditorium is what it looks like. He's up on the stage and he's speaking uh, at the microphone. There's a large audience out in the hall and um, they're listening. And he openly, in this video clip of it that we saw, openly was bragging about the Chinese regime, the the Chinese Communist Party's ability to infiltrate and influence the elite circles, the elite power circles of the United States. And he specifically mentioned Wall Street to your question about money uh, to influence Americans uh, in the way that China wanted. Uh, to to influence our policy, but through power elite circles, including especially financial circles. He said, up until 2016. And then he said, and then Trump came along and we couldn't do it anymore. And he was dismayed. And uh, then he said, basically, uh, you know, this is all in translation and I'm paraphrasing from that, but so we had to get rid of Trump. That's and the audience erupts in clapping and happy. Can't tell if they're happy, actually. They've all got masks on. But you you can tell they're they're clapping um, in approval. We had to get rid of Trump. And uh, basically what he's saying uh, is that now things are back on track again in terms of the Chinese Communist Party's ability to influence um, policies of the elite or through the elite power circles in America. What's- so there we have it.
1: What's terrifying is and I know I, we only got five more minutes Is the Oof. video that uh, you and I did Episode 370 Which which got me suspended for a week And I won't even say what the topic was But the name of the episode Was uh, uh, CCP infiltration That one got taken down A friend of mine Who's a fan of the show Uploaded that video On a different YouTube account Oof. Completely irrelevant name it was like some video game review channel Um, for all the episodes he doesn't do titles of the video he just does the number so it it wouldn't be excuse me oops my nose has been bleeding all morning he doesn't do he just does the name so like for instance this is episode 400 it's just 400
0: okay
1: the thumbnail is always the same it's just his logo Mm-hmm. The description is always the same It's just this is my channel Here's where you can get my merch whatever For every right. video you don't know which video is which Except for the numbers right. There's no comments allowed it's disabled And you can't see the like to dislike ratio So uh-huh. it's, it's like a neutered channel It's that's how you can make That's how you can mar- technically that's how YouTube allows you To market it to kids is you have to remove everything The point is Is the upload of the episode Of you and I talking titled uh, CCP infiltration he uploaded that YouTube didn't even let it finish Uploading He said it got flagged and removed Wow Which to me is insane Because that means they're transcribing videos And scanning them before they're uploaded Wow Which to me is is That sent chills up my spine Because if you're able to not, overta- not only Take over media but also Infiltrate big tech You can do all of this stuff and then as long as no one hears about it, you can just keep moving forward. Falun Gong, Uyghur Muslims, uh, elite mm. capture, we gotta get rid of Trump. None of that matters if none of it even get, if the message doesn't get to the mm. people. So to me, I, most people are probably listening to it you know probably tell me that sounds like a nothing burger, I just built it up to be this big thing. But to me, that's insane. It's because there was no even written words or anything. There was no comments, there was no title, there was no nothing, yeah. no search yeah. engine optimization keys, nothing. The video was scanned before it was finished uploading and it was taken down for inappropriate content for, quote, insinuating that widespread uh, fraud altered the outcome of the 2020 elections. And the fact that I just said that sentence out loud, I'm interested to see whether or not this episode gets uploaded. To me, it's just
0: well, you know, if there's going to be, um, you know, a bright light, perhaps at the end of the tunnel, it's the news that President Trump and I think possibly or probably working with Mike Lindell. Uh, is uh, preparing is 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 building a new social media channel, and uh, one may hope that it is not just messaging, you know, uh, text messaging or, or or posting of commentary and such, but 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 also might be uh, video capable. I have no idea exactly how it's being configured, uh, but he has te- He President Trump has teased uh, the. Um, the release or the uh, you know the 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 uh, putting it up within I think he said something like two to three months from now, which is March 2021.
1: It's two to three months from March 2021.
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: Um, that's you know that's when I first heard him uh, heard about that. I was pretty just I was kind of pissed off. I was like, dude, it's just I can't even say what happened in the November election. But I was like, that just seems so. Ir-. But the more I look at it. That might be the biggest thing you could do if you've got the billions. I mean, this is
0: the American way, isn't it? Yes. It's free market competition.
1: Get rid of censorship. uh, I
0: would expect a grand rush uh, into such platform if and when it debuts.
1: Yeah. And even if it wasn't conservative oriented, just make it so there's no shadow banning or censoring. So all 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 discussion is allowed to compete in the free marketplace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would well he has my four hundred episode library and I will go right to it. I hope he does. I think that's the single biggest thing he could do. If he made some sort of yeah. uh some sort of ecosystem of a, a, a Twitter slash Instagram slash YouTube. Some
0: kind of a, a combination, like I said. So it can be not not just posting and, and, yeah. and comments and things like that, but but video also. And it,
1: I Yeah. I don't have it, any
0: technical expertise to explain to how that might be, but I, in my mind, I hope that's what it is.
1: The only thing I know about that is it takes a lot. I've tried to get people to talk about that before. I'm like, could we set up a YouTube alternative? And apparently, it's not technically hard. It's just it's buku bucks. It's
0: well, who better?
1: Who better than the billionaire president? You know,
0: which- he. Yeah, I've seen estimates. By the way, he came into office, President Trump, with something like. Uh, i think it was over a four billion dollar fortune and he lost about half of that in office yeah but that's still two billion left which is two billion more than any of us has yeah
1: i hope he goes out with two middle fingers and just on fire because i will i will jump on that flaming dump truck with him (laughs) i'll I'll go down with him yeah but it's three o'clock i said i'll let you go at three o'clock next thursday miss lopez back on we'll be back okay thank you so much God bless. God bless America. And I might have to go watch that presser now. All right. All right. Take care,
0: Tommy. Thank you again. Yep. Take care. Bye bye for now. Bye bye.